From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, FTX is going to Europe, CVS in the metaverse, and I'm curious, where did the term bulls and bears come from? I tell you today on the Decrypt Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, February. No, it is March 7th. Why was I going to say February? I have no clue, but it's March 7th, 2022. I'm recording this at 10.02 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And just to let you guys know, I am going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming tomorrow for Ethereal. I'll be there for four days. So if anybody is in the area or in Jackson, which unless you're skiing, you probably won't be, uh, hit me up. Let's meet up. Let's have a couple beers. Let's talk crypto. It'll be great to meet you. Also, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Friday, I have special shows for you. Tomorrow, we're talking to the president of Vayner NFT. We're talking about Gary V's NFTs. We're talking about the company. We're talking about NFTs and the future of the space. Very interesting. And on Wednesday, we're talking taxes and crypto. So if you haven't filed your crypto taxes yet and you want to know what's some of the rules, how do I file, what's taxable, what's not, are there any new rules or laws that have come out in the past year? Well, I'll talk to you about that on Wednesday and Friday. I'm going to read you the Bitcoin white paper. So look forward to those podcasts. And now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10.07 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can see that a couple minutes have just went by. Bitcoin is in at $38,970, up 0.3% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,620, down a half a percent. Tether's number three. Binance Coin is at 381 up 0.8%. And USDC is number five. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Terra Luna, Cardano, Solana, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at $1.75 trillion. A BTC dominance of 42.2 and an F dominance of 17.9. And now, coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is Ontology Gas, ticker ONG, ranked number 195 on coin market cap. Its price is up 2% at 73.3 cents. Total market cap are at $201 million, a fully diluted market cap of $733.4 million, which means 27% of Ontology Gas is in circulation. Their total and max supply is $1 billion. All-time high for Ontology Gas was three years ago. On September 28th of 2018, it was at $4.59. It's down 84% since then. All-time low was two years ago at 3.9 cents. It's up 1,800% since then. You can buy it on Binance, Bitthumb, Gate.io, CoinOne, and that's pretty much it. So what is Ontology Gas? So Ontology, it adopts a dual token model with both ONT Ontology and ONG Ontology Gas as utility tokens. Ontology decouples ONT and ONG to alleviate the risk of turbulent fluctuations of the native asset value on the gas fee. So Ontology Gas is basically a token for gas fees on Ontology. And that is ONG number 195 on coin market cap. 
Moving into today's headlines, but first, I had a curiosity this morning. I'm a naturally curious dude, and I was like, where did the term bulls and bears come from? And, well, somebody wrote an article on Investopedia.com about the etymology of bulls and bears. And I'm going to read that to you today. And by the way, the link for this is in the show notes. And these bit.ly links that are in the show notes are all of the articles that I have for the daily news. I don't know if I ever told you this, but the new hosting site only allows me to put so many characters into the show notes. 4,000 is the limit. And so if I put these decrypt links that are rather long, I don't have enough for all of the news of the day. So I have to shorten them into bit.ly. Some people have emailed me and said, oh, it looks kind of sketchy. It's not sketchy. It's just the links. I'm not tracking anybody's clicking. I'm not tracking anything with those links. I'm just shortening the links so it fits in my show notes. And anyway, this one is in the show notes. So bulls and bears. So the terms bull and bear are thought to have derived in a way each animal attacks its opponents. A bull will thrust its horns up into the air, while a bear will swipe down. These actions are related metaphorically to the movements of the market. If the trend is up, then it's considered a bull. If the trend is down, it's considered a bear market. Now, historically, the middleman of the sale of bear skins would sell skins they had yet to receive, such as you would speculate on the future price of these bear skins hoping the price would drop. The trappers would profit from the spread, the difference between the cost price and the selling price of these bearskins. The middlemen became known as bears, short for bearskin jobbers, and the term stuck around describing the downturn of the market. Conversely, because bears and bulls were widely considered the opposite due to the once popular blood sport of bull and bear fights, the term bull stands as the opposite of bears. So where's some literary evidence of this? Well, according to Merriam-Webster's, the term bear came first. Etymologists, they point to a proverb warning that it's not wise to sell the bearskin before one has caught the bear. By the 18th century, the term bearskin was used as a phrase to sell or buy the bearskins and in the name of bearskin jobbers referring to the ones selling bearskins. One of the earliest references to the term bear was used to describe the marketplace transaction that came in 1907 from Richard Steele, publisher of the British Literary and Society Journal, The Tattler. In an essay, Steele defines a bear as an individual who places real value on an imaginary object, and thus it's said to be selling a bear. This negative image of a bear continues in Daniel Defoe's book, The Political History of the Devil, which was published in 1776. In the book, Defoe writes, Every dismembler, every false friend, every secret cheat, every bearskin jobber has a cloven foot. Yikes. I think that's a diss back in the day. So where is the literary evidence for bull? In contrast, when it is used to discuss financial markets, the term bull has a much more positive connotation than a bear. A bull market or a bull or bullish speculators refer to speculative purchases made with the expectation of a price increasing or increase in stock prices. This relationship to speculation seems to have at least partial origins from the gruesome blood sport of bull and bear baiting. These contests began in medieval times around the 1200s. People would flock to these events and gamble on the outcomes, betting vast sums of money on the contest featuring a bull or a bear. It's not hard to see how this corresponds with the uses of the terms in today's stock market. Shakespeare's plays make reference to the battles involving bulls and bears. In Macbeth, the ill-fated title character says his enemies must have tethered him to a stake but bear-like. I must fight the course. In Much Ado About Nothing, the bull is a savage but noble beast. A line from Much Ado About Nothing is this. I think he thinks upon the savage bull. Tush, fear not, man. We'll tip thy horns with gold. 
and all Europa shall rejoice at thee, as once Europa did at lustly Jove, when he would play the noble beast in love. I don't know what any of that meant. However, it sounds good, and, well, I believe it. Why not? We need, it to, <laughs> we need to have answers, right? So let's just make this one the answer. Anyway, that's where the terms bull and bear come from. Moving into some headlines today. The crypto industry's seventh largest exchange, FTX, is launching a new European affiliate, FTX Europe. Following approval from Cyprus financial regulator, SISEC, FTX Europe will begin serving across the continent. Marketing materials also indicate that the exchange's latest push will include the Middle East, though it's unclear what countries that would include. This is the second affiliate of FTX's original crypto exchange. The American crypto affiliate, FTX.US, launched in May of 2019. Sam bankman he said this, As we continue to grow, we are constantly looking for opportunities to become appropriately licensed and regulated in every market we enter. We'll be interacting with regulators in various countries across Europe to continue providing a safe and secure environment for people to trade crypto. Coinbase has said it blocked over 25,000 addresses related to Russian individuals or entities believed to be engaged in illicit activity. Coinbase's chief legal officer said this in a blog post today. In the past few weeks, governments around the world have imposed a range of sanctions on individuals and territories in response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Sanctions play a vital role in promoting national security and deterring unlawful aggression and Coinbase fully supports these efforts by government authorities. The exchange added that these accounts were identified through its own proactive investigations, and that these addresses have been shared with the U.S. government to further support sanctions enforcement. And finally, I will definitely have my two cents at the end of this one. The U.S. pharmacy chain CVS is filing a trademark for its products in the metaverse, according to the company's filing with the U.S. Patent Trade Office. According to the filing, CVS is pursuing a patent for downloadable virtual goods, namely a variety of consumer goods, prescription drugs, health, wellness, beauty, and personal care products, and general merchandise for its use online and in the virtual worlds. The application also cites downloadable virtual goods, namely crypto collectibles and non-fungible tokens, downloadable image files containing artwork authenticated by non-fungible tokens. And here's my two cents. The pharmaceutical industry is now going to be in the metaverse? Now, okay, we kind of imagined that you'd be putting on AR or VR and eventually you're just going to see ads and billboards everywhere. I can't remember the movie or maybe it was like a Black Mirror episode. You put on the AR glasses and then you saw like all your ads and all kinds of lively things happening in AR. But when you took off your AR glasses, like nothing was happening. Everything was kind of like drab and bland and like nothing lived in the real. Just maybe you. You know what? It could have also been that one um, movie with uh, Bruce Willis where he had like the he kind of like controlled the avatar, but being a lazy slob at home. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. But if you guys know, let me know. Matthew and I What movie was that? They put on their AR glasses and then they saw their ads and everything. It was like super cool. But if they took them off, there was like nothing there. Anyway, let me know. Anyway, it's like we assume there's going to be ads in the metaverse in AR and VR. Once everybody goes digital, everything. And I think AR is going to be super cool. But we're going to have these ads and it's going to be pharmaceutical companies. But are we actually going to have like digital NFT drugs? Is there going to be like Oxycontin in, I don't know, Prozac or lithium in the metaverse? Are you, are you going to have like a depressed metaverse avatar and you're going to have to go to CVS and get yourself a prescription of Wellbutrin or something? And are we going to be 
helping our mental health or is this going to be hurting our mental health? Look, there's a lot of like discussion about social media and the amount of screen time that we have and the way the algorithm works and what we're seeing to, you know, just opposed to reality that is hurting people's mental health. It's hurting the development of teenagers, of kids, of adults, of all kinds of different aspects of our lives. And now we're actually going to be putting prescription drugs. And this is what the trademark says, prescription drugs, health, wellness, beauty, it's like, what is this going to be in the digital? Or is it that you could just buy it in the digital and it'll be delivered to you in the physical? I don't know, but I think that, <laughs> call me an old man, I don't know. But I just hope that regulators, and it's always good back to regulators, and I'm not a big regulation guy, you know, but I just kind of hope that we look at the development of the digital, especially AR and VR, and make sure that some of the negative things don't bleed into there, especially when it comes to promotions and advertisements of the of the wrong things. I don't even understand why there's drug commercials on TV. It's crazy. Like, they don't even tell you what they do. They just say, hey, do you suffer from a headache, constipation? Well, then you might need this. And are we going to have that in the digital? And are we going to actually start making avatars that are actually kind of hooked on drugs or needing to have digital prescription drugs? Is that going to be part of the algorithm? Sorry, just a stream of consciousness that I'm putting out there. A cautionary rant or tale. I just hope that we really put mental health as a thought into these things that we're building. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I'll be flying tomorrow, but I have an episode already queued up waiting for you. It'll be there, an uh, interview with Vayner NFT president, Avery Akinini. And we're going to talk all about Gary V, Gary V's NFTs, and the future of Vayner NFT and the future of NFTs. And remember, if you are in Jackson, Wyoming, hit me up. My DMs on Twitter are open, or you can email me, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.